In this episode, I'm gonna share how to increase your sales for your e-commerce brand with email marketing. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. A few weeks ago on the podcast, I chatted with Chase Diamond, a legend in the email marketing space for e-commerce brands. And there was a lot of valuable points I got out of that interview, and I'm sure everyone listening did as well. So in this episode, I wanted to simplify it, give a few key points. Chase gave some excellent points in that interview. And I wanted to share a few other things from an email marketing standpoint that you can really use regardless of what stage you are with your brand. But predominantly, if you're looking to maximize the amount of revenue you're bringing in, in from your existing traffic sources, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, or Snapchat, or wherever it is, or just organic traffic. And so you can maximize the revenue that you're bringing in from those existing traffic sources, which is inherently going to improve your profit margins. So let's jump straight into it. The first one is starting with a welcome email series. Now, right off the bat, you want to give someone a reason to give you their email address and their first name in exchange for a discount code, in exchange for something of value. And so right off the bat, when you're capturing that lead, you want to make sure it's worthwhile for them. You want to present them an offer that they just can't refuse, an irresistible offer to get them on your email list. Because the value of having that traffic, the value of being able to email that person at any time and present them with a new offer or present them with a new product is incredibly valuable. And it's going to make your brand so much more valuable as well. So as soon as that person joins your email list, after you've given them that reward or that special incentive that you offered, you want to have a welcome email series. Now, I think the best way to approach this, and again, I'm not an email marketing expert, but from what I've seen is you definitely want to give story behind your brand. You want to talk about the human element behind it. You want to share a bit of your story as the brand founder. You want to highlight the why behind your brand. So you really want to humanize it. You don't just want it to seem like a faceless brand with no people behind it. You really want to talk about the people behind the brand. And so starting a welcome email series with a quick introduction into where the brand came from, the why why, why you do what you do and who you're out there to serve, who your dream customer is and the value that you're giving them. It's an awesome way to kickstart that relationship. And it really builds a great sense of rapport and community because you're not just constantly asking, you're not constantly selling people. So you're either giving value or giving backstory and context so they can better connect with you. And so that's the first one, starting with a welcome email series. Moving to number two is to use personalization to better segment your list. Now, inside of your email list, you might have people that have bought from you before. You might have people who have just opted in and given you their email address on the site, but haven't purchased anything yet. There's people at different stages of the buyer journey on your email list. So the better you can segment that, the more profitable your email campaigns are gonna be. Because if you're approaching an email campaign and sending out an email, asking people to buy their first product from your brand, of course, if you're sending that to people that have already purchased or they're longtime customers, it's not going to make sense to them. It might not be the most well received because they think you don't understand what they've done or the amount of purchases that they've made. Just better segmenting your email list. And if you have certain campaigns or flows, making it contextual and personalized for the people where they are in their buyer journey. 
Moving on to number three, and that's offering loyal customers discounts or special incentives. Now, a lot of brands will have this core group of customers and they'll all go by a certain name. They'll give that small segment of customers like a name as like a micro group or a community. These are generally the people that have bought from your brand for a long time. These are the early adopters. These were the people that were there right at the start and are huge brand advocates and absolutely love the products and the brand that you've built. And so you wanna reward people for being there. You wanna reward people who keep coming back and buying from you, offering useful feedback and promoting your brand to others, whether that's through a loyalty program or whether that's just with a basic email that you send out, giving them all a very personalized and custom thank you message or giving them a special offer if you don't wanna put out a discount code. Just something to say thank you to those loyal customers because these are the customers that have stuck with you. These are the customers that have probably told five, 10, 15, 20, even maybe 100 plus other people about your brand and so you wanna reward that because those are the people that really get you going in the early days. They get your brand up and running, they bring in those initial sales and an extremely helpful core group of people. And every brand that we've worked with, they've always talked about this initial segment of customers that really got the ball rolling for them, that are huge brand advocates. And so you wanna reward that group of customers. And moving on to number four, and this is a very, very interesting one with a lot of split opinions. And that's whether to craft really appealing, very well thought out emails with big graphics and a lot of colors or to go the very simple route, just keep it text only and just very, very simple and casual. And I think there's merits to both sides depending on the way you're trying to approach building your brand and building your audience. But I think there's space in the email strategy for both. So sometimes be personal, keep it just text, keep it very simple, like you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Now on the other side, you might have those more highly produced emails, but I feel like focusing on one or the other means you're really missing out on the benefits of each side. For example, in your welcome series, I think it'd be better to go with the more personal approach, just text only, make it seem like a conversation. And when it comes to special offers, maybe you opt for text text as well. But on the other side, you also might want to try more highly produced emails. But I think the best thing to do regardless is not to go one way or the other, but to split test and see what your audience reacts best to. Now I've seen with clients we've worked with from an advertising standpoint, a creative standpoint, that they'll often go for the more highly produced emails, whereas others will go for purely text. And I think it just varies depending on the audience and depending on what your customers are used to, what you've been sending them, how they tend to react to the content you put out and what they're looking for. And so I'd say just split test it. If you're gonna try, try both and see what performs best for you and your audience. Don't make assumptions based on what's worked so, so well for other brands because every brand is so, so different and you know that. Every audience is so, so different and you know that. So go ahead and test text-only emails and then ones that are more highly produced. See which gets the best open rates, the best click-through rates, and then optimize from there. The next one is set up your abandoned cart email flows. Now these are one of the premier flows, I think alongside your welcome series after someone opts in or joins your mailing list. I think this is probably the next one that absolutely needs to be there. If not the first one that you should be adding in if you don't have any email marketing infrastructure set up. So that's the abandoned cart email flow. And if you think about it, you've got people all the way through. You've created ad creative, written ad copy, driven traffic through to your site. They've gone through, they've loved it. They said, this product is for me. They've added it to cart, gone to checkout, filled in their details 50% or more, 
but they haven't completed the purchase. These are the people that were right on the cusp of making that purchase. And so one of the most profitable things you can do is go back to those people that didn't complete their purchase and just give them that bump, give them that nudge, give them that extra incentive to finish off that purchase. And those are the people that it isn't gonna require a whole bunch to get them over the line. And so having an abandoned cart email flow or email series is so incredibly important and can dramatically improve your sales, especially if you've got a lot of traffic going through to your store and you don't have one set up already, you're probably losing a lot of potential customers in that checkout phase. Because if you think about it, there's loads of reasons why they might abandon checkout. It could be something popped up, maybe the kids started pulling at their hair, maybe they had to go and run an errand and they left it, or maybe they just started watching something else or a message came through on their phone and they didn't complete the purchase. Or whatever reason it is, there's things that come up, that's life. And so giving them a simple bump, a simple incentive to come back and finish that purchase is gonna be one of the most profitable additions to your store that you can make. The next one is focusing on growing your email list. Now, if you think of all of the different traffic sources, they sort of fall into three main buckets. First of all, you have traffic that you earn. So traffic that you earn can be from referrals, it can be from promotions, it can be from brand partnerships, it can be from being featured in press articles or elsewhere online. That's traffic that you earn through the good work that you've done as a brand and the goodwill that you've built up with your customers. You then move on to the next part, which is traffic that you pay for or that you buy. And so this traffic is from ad platforms, Facebook, Insta, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, Snapchat. This is the traffic that you spend money on to get people and eyeballs on your store. This can also include podcast episodes that you might sponsor or certain influencers that you'll pay to talk about your product. And so that's traffic that you're paying for. And so the overall goal of the e-commerce machine and building your email list is to turn traffic that you earn and traffic that you pay for into traffic that you own. This is your source of traffic. This is an email list. This is something that you can go back to and you can get in touch with your potential customers directly because you own that traffic source. And that's why a lot of people in the e-commerce space talk about the value of having a list. Now, the reason for that is if Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, Snapchat, whatever platform it is, if they go out of business tomorrow, they stop working, their algorithm changes and it becomes more difficult to get traffic or it basically eliminates your traffic source altogether, are you gonna have a way that you can predictably go to your customers or to potential customers and bring them into your brand and to buy your products? That's the power of an email list. The fact that nothing can get rid of that. The fact that you own that traffic source, you own that list and that is yours. And an algorithm change isn't just gonna eliminate that traffic source altogether because you're in control of that. And I think the importance of building your email list, getting new people on it is incredibly, incredibly valuable. And any ad campaign that you run, any partnership that you try and do, I think you should always be trying to turn that traffic that you pay for and that traffic that you earn into traffic that you own. A few other quick ones here are asking engaged customers for reviews, send out an email as part of your post-purchase email flow, whether it's 10, 7, 14 days after they receive the product based on your shipping times and ask them for a review. Ask them for a video review or a piece of UGC, a photo with the product, something that you can share and promote. And so you might wanna offer an incentive for them submitting a video review or some photos with the product or give them another incentive for just writing a written review. 
review. Anything that you can incentivize at that stage is gonna be incredibly valuable. The more reviews you have and the more UGC you have, the better. Another one is using email marketing to re-engage past customers. Maybe they bought from you a long time ago, but they haven't come back. Creating certain flows or certain campaigns that you can then use to re-engage those customers and get them back and get them buying from you again. Increasing that LTV and obviously giving them more value with new products you may have launched or with new incentives or new discounts. And so that's a great way to bring customers back and get them re-engaged is with email. And then the final bit is just making sure you're tracking your results. When it comes to email, the main platform that I see recommended the most is Klaviyo. Most of the brands that we work with use Klaviyo because I'd say it's probably one of the top platforms when it comes to email marketing for e-commerce brands specifically. I'm not affiliated with them in any way. I just really like their system and how easy the platform is to use and some of the results I've seen coming from it. And so tracking your results, looking at your results over time, looking at how is your list growing? How are the open rates trending? Are they on the way up? Are they on the way down? How engaged is your list? Because going back to that point we talked about with growing your list, it's all well and good to have a huge list, but if no one engages with your content, if no one opens your emails that you send out about new products or certain offers that you're offering, then it doesn't matter. You'd much rather have a list of a thousand hyper-engaged people than a list of 10, 50,000 who just don't engage with your content at all. Maybe even 100,000 if they're not engaging at all. You'd much rather that hyper-engaged segment. And so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. You can take away some tips from an email marketing standpoint, or at least have a think about are your flows the best they could be, or are you tracking those results and really optimizing your email marketing over time? And fundamentally, are you maximizing the sales that you're bringing in from your existing traffic? So hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one.